Hello and welcome to the Faith Corner. We are continuing our series on the seven mountains of influence, exposing corruption and bring solutions to all seven mountains. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the mountain of family. This is also a particular topic that I'm very passionate about. Something that's interesting about this particular mountain versus the other ones is that while, for example, in the mountain of government, we can remove wicked leaders and install righteous leaders, or for the mountain of media, we can have good artists and good musicians who are spreading the kingdom message. But what's different with the mountain of family is that it takes a great deal of personal responsibility in order to reform that mountain. It's not just a a simple, it's not as simple as the other mountains where we, you know, can just remove or install people, you know, we can't, we can't do that with our family members, right? (laughs) No, no. Uh, Reformation in the family starts with with us. It starts with each other. The first thing we're going to cover is about the children and babies, protecting the children and babies. The mountain of family is all about raising up a generation. And unfortunately, in this society, there are many blockages, there are many negative attacks that are coming against the family unit in order to break them apart. That is what the enemy, the devil, is trying to do. Whether it's rip spouses apart, sow discord into the teenagers and the young generation, or to come after the younger ones in the generation. The first, the first topic we're going to cover is the abortion issue. This is one of Satan's many lies in order to tear apart families before they even start. On, on my YouTube channel, I had done a live where I talked about Roe vs. Wade, Wade being overturned and how significant that landmark case was. It's the first big step into eradicating this evil that, that we know as abortion. And abortion causes long-lasting damage in, in the woman. It is important to know that scripture teaches us that life begins at conception and that God is the one who decides when to send that spirit from himself into the earth. It is not due to man's decision or will, but by the will of of Father God. We have a duty to protect our loved ones, including the babies that are coming to earth. So we need righteous laws in place 
that are aligned with the courts of heaven so that justice and mercy can be in the earth. I'm going to tell you the truth right here on this podcast. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to just put it out there and you can go ahead and do your research. Plan Planned Parenthood, the organization, is located in mostly black communities. So actually, when we're talking about the abortion issue, it is mostly babies of color that are being terminated. And not only that, but Planned Parenthood, their money comes from very dark sources that's connected to the black market. Abortion is not a political issue. It is a spiritual issue. When people don't know this, but when they're voting for abortion, they're voting for child trafficking. They're voting for sex trafficking. They are voting for the harvesting of the baby's organs. Now, I know that sounds very heavy, And if you want to reach out to me on my social media links, I can maybe provide some articles or some more information for you. Child trafficking is very real, and it's really come out in the past couple couple of weeks. We must protect our babies and we must protect our children. It is our duty to protect the family unit. One last thing I'll give to you to research on your own is that unfortunately in the US, the biggest source of trafficking for children, it happens in the foster care system. So that's another thing for you to go and and look up on your own. Really, anything I'm telling you, you can go ahead and research it for yourself. Don't just take my word for it. For the second uh, second issue we're going to talk about here, we're going to talk about gender and sexuality and some things that are happening with TikTok that are, are actually trying to influence that. Now, moving up to the uh, slightly older age group, we're going to talk about our children. Uh, Specifically, we're going to talk about our teenagers. There's a lot of uh, this term going on. I mean, they want to call it gender confusion. But let me tell you what the Bible says. When God created mankind, he created them male and female. It's for this reason that a man will leave his parents and be united to his wife and they'll become one flesh. Society is trying to do away with the nuclear family, which is one man, one woman, and their kids. That is the biblical foundation for family. There is no other. A man's sexual desires is for his wife 
and a wife's sexual desires is for her husband. That's the way that God had created marriage. God created sex to be enjoyed within the marriage covenant. Something that TikTok is trying to do is they're trying to confuse teenagers into thinking that they can choose whichever gender they want. And that is a lie from the devil. God determined what gender you were when he created you. He wrote it on your soul, male or female. An interesting testimony that I've heard is when if people undergo a sex change operation, they'll still say that their soul is crying out. And unfortunately, many of them will realize after the fact that they have made a mistake. I also remember the testimony when an 18 year old man, he went up for an altar call and God delivered him from homosexuality. And afterwards, for the first time in his life, when he was delivered from the spirit, the demonic spirit of homosexuality, he realized afterwards that he was truly a man. The enemy, Satan, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan sees what God's trying to do and tries to work against that to sow lies and discord into our family units. The Bible has always been clear about a man, a woman, and the children and babies that they raise up from generation to generation. The enemy tries to deceive their souls, their mind, their will, their emotions in order to follow their feelings instead of following what the word says. Jesus is the word and Jesus is the truth. God created you exactly the way he intended. You are not a mistake. Only he can bring you into your purpose and your calling. So if any on here, if you're feeling confusion about your sexuality or confusion, confusion about your gender, God has the answers for you. He doesn't want to leave you in that state. So right now, I pray for anyone listening who's struggling with that. Holy Spirit, come on them and show them your truth. Fill them, Lord, with revelation, with wisdom. Impart a fresh, fresh 
outpouring of your fire on them, a fresh outpouring of your spirit. Let them know how truly loved they are. God loves you so much. No one will ever love you the way that God loves you. God, give them clarity on their identity, who they are, as your child, as your beloved. They are kings and queens of the Most High God. Thank you, Lord, for bringing these loved ones right here where they can be ministered to. We pray this in your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing during this broadcast. For the last topic, we're going to cover the adults. Don't think I forgot about you guys. What the enemy is trying to do to you is split apart your marriage. Trying to sow confusion and discord in in the relationship between your spouse and other brothers and sisters in Christ. Fathers and mothers, you have a commission to raise your children in the way of the Lord to have the word be their firm foundation. You must be the example for your children to follow. There are many distractions out there. And when they are going to be looking for answers to questions about life, dating, sex, business, career, whatever it is, you need to be their go-to. It's never too late to start again. And for those of you who, who your kids have already left the household, Don't stop contending for their salvation because God is bringing back his prodigals home. Don't give up on them. I will stand with you in faith for them to return. You can raise your children in prophecy. You can raise your children in the ways of the Holy Spirit and the supernatural. Two resources, two people I want to give you as an example. Go look up Andrew and Kelly Whalen for resources on raising your children in the prophetic and for taking back this culture for the kingdom, for family.
kingdom family. And I'll also direct you to another amazing pastor, Harmony Klingenmeyer. She is also someone who's very passionate about restoring the family and having a healthy family unit going together in the ways of the Lord, coming together as a team. There are many wonderful books and resources that have been written and are being written in order to in order to encourage and to instruct you on how to raise your family in the way that pleases God as a kingdom family. You have a bold commission in front of you, but God will be there to lead you every step of the way. Lean into him because your marriage your family is a representation of the original family, of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Your marriage covenant, the marriage covenant is a picture of Christ and the church, the union between them. I bless you fathers and mothers, and spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers, who although you do not have your own kids, you have spiritual children, you have spiritual children that come to you for mentoring and for advice. And you are blessed also as you help us to raise this generation. I bless you in the name of the Lord. So, Father, right now, I pray that you bless these precious ones as you lead them and guide them in the way everlasting. For the restoration of the family unit, it starts with us. It starts with me. We have to do the hard work, but in the end, it's going to be worth it. A strong family with hearts set on fire for revival, for your kingdom, for your glory. According to your promise in Joel 2, pour out your spirit on all flesh. That your young men will see visions and your old will dream dreams. Pour out the spirit of prophecy on all of them, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for developing your people. You're an amazing God and you care about us so, so much. You love us so, so much. All in your precious name, amen.
Well, guys, it was a wonderful time spending with each other, and I'm glad that you're able to join in. We're going to see God do incredible things in the family unit, and it's only going to make us all stronger as a society and as a generation. No longer will we look at the next generation or the next one and, and feel like, oh, you know, we failed them. It's like, no, no. It stops here and it starts with us. That this generation can be saved and the next generation and the next generation can live in prosperity, in wholeness, in healing. So I bless you guys and I'll see you next time.